Hi, and welcome back to this episode of both the Tap HR podcast and also our, uh, an episode for our YouTube channel. So today we're talking about HR software. We're going to talk about how it works and some of the pros and cons of having it. And I'm joined by the awesome Charlotte Fordyce. Uh, she has her own HR consultancy, but she also works in partnership with Tap HR as one of our HR specialists. So welcome to the podcast, Charlotte. Thanks. Thanks so much for having me. All right, so let's get straight into it. So first question is, when should organisations consider having a HR system? Okay, so I mean, I think it very much depends on what the organisation wants to use the system for. Um, The time definitely to start looking for a system is when you have so many spreadsheets that you just can't keep track of what you're doing or you know you get to the point of having a spreadsheet to keep track of all your spreadsheets um that's definitely the point where a system will help um but it can also be helpful right from the start to have something in place um somewhere for employees to update their details to book holiday and you know as your company grows to have that system that grows with the company so you don't ever get to that point of needing lists of spreadsheets to be able to keep track of everything and to manually update everything. You know, there's an advantage of building workflows into systems to be able to automate things right from the start of being a really small company, small startup that will then help as you grow. And what sorts of things can HR systems do for businesses? So much, to be honest. So, you know, there are systems that are on the more basic side of things where you can keep addresses keep holiday requests just that sort of thing but then there are systems that are kind of all singing or dancing will do everything and have different modules that you can add or take away as you want so you know recruitment systems that can then link all the way through into onboarding into essentially a full employee life cycle for employees to update all their details, even going through to exit interviews, offboarding, all of that sort of thing. It can link through to payroll systems. It can link through to learning systems. And actually, a lot of systems use an open API, which means that you don't necessarily have to use one platform for everything. If you find a system that you love that only does one part of it, you can then very often use that open API to connect to a different system that does a different part of it um, so that you can mix and match depending on what you want. If you find everything from one system, great, but, you know, you don't need to let that limit you. Do you think it would be safe to say then um, that HR software can actually help you kind of streamline your HR administration? Yeah, definitely. You know, most systems allow you to build in different workflows, some Some will actually automate things for you or some it will just serve as prompts. So, you know, when someone does something, let's take a onboarding process, for example, you know, you'll need to generate offer letters and contracts. You'll need to get someone to set up emails, IT equipment, and it might be you doing everything. And that's still useful to have that checklist every time because, you know, when you've got hundreds of things that you're doing yourself, it's very easy to forget that in two weeks time, you need to create someone's email for them to join. Or it might be that it goes to a few different people within the company. So even if it's just a workflow that prompts someone to do that when the previous step has been completed, 
that can be super helpful, um, even if it's not a full automation. So, um, you know, there's definite advantages right from the start of having that. It really helps with compliance as well and making sure everything's done, making sure everything's stored in a kind of GDPR compliant way as well. Okay, cool. So for small businesses then, when should or what should they be looking for when they're picking a HR system? So I'm a small company. I've figured out that my spreadsheets are a little bit out of hand and I think I need a HR system. What kind of things should I be looking for? So I think it's going to depend kind of company by company. So um, the way I've done it when I've worked with companies previously is to really kind of dig deep and find out what they want from their system. You know, what are you going to use your system for? What are your employees going to use your system for? And what's really critical and what's nice to have? You know, there are some things as simple as can someone put a nickname in the system? Some systems don't allow that. Some systems you can customize things as much as you want. Some have a preferred name option built in. If that's something that's really important to you and your employees, then, you know, it's important right from the start to make sure your system can do that. And that's such a kind of simple example. There are way more important things that are probably on everyone's list of things they want from a system. But it's kind of those little things like that that actually can make or break it with employees and their adoption of the system that, you know, all systems are going to be able to have capacity for things like holding address details and booking holiday, because that's what these systems are made to do. But it's those little things and the little customizations that it's important to find out right from the start, what's going to matter to you and your business and your employees to then be able to identify that when looking at systems. So all companies that provide HR systems will be able to send information through. They'll be able to do demos, all of that sort of thing for you to be able to get more of a feel for it. But you can call them up and have a chat with someone about these requirements. So the way I've done it before is to put it all in a spreadsheet and kind of along the top, you've got all the requirements. You've got the ones that are critical and the ones that are nice to have. Down the side, you've got all the systems um looking at budgets as well some you might rule out immediately because you know there are some systems made for huge companies and they start at say fifty thousand pounds a year which is not what you're gonna want as a small business um so you know you'll be able to find out all this information and then can narrow it down to you know a few options from that and then and then maybe start looking at demos when you get to that point you don't want to be spending time demoing 15 systems when you really don't need to i was going to ask how important do you think it is to have some kind of kind of mobile app attached to these systems i think i totally agree with what you said you've got to think about what your requirements are and what's important and kind of what's nice to have but how important would you say it is to have a mobile app i think it's going to depend on the company to be honest so you know some some systems have a mobile app attached to it, which is a very kind of different look and feel to just logging on on the website. And there's much better functionality with the app. So, for example, if you're the sort of company that everyone has company issued smartphones, that might be something that's more of a priority. If you're a company where actually people aren't really on their phones a lot, maybe actually your workforce don't have smartphones particularly or need them for their job it's not something that 
people will necessarily want to have on their personal phone and that's you know totally fine if they don't want it on there um but it does just mean that you know they'll need to either log on on a laptop or most will have a mobile website functionality as well so even if it doesn't come with an app people would still be able to access it on the go it may just not work quite as well as an app specific kind mm-hmm. of functionality would do um so we've talked a little bit about kind of whittling down the the different companies and the different functionality how would you say companies should go about choosing um, the hr software that they need so i think once you once you whittle it down to those sorts of probably two to three systems definitely get them to do a full demo of the system so you can really see how it works normally that demo platform will have sort of fake employee data normally from a tv show or something like that so you can really see it how it would work for employees you also want to be able to see it from different perspectives so normally a manager will have more functionality than an employee and an admin which would typically be either for hr or finance or kind of company owner level um will have not only more functionality to be able to view everyone's record, but also probably some level of back office functionality as well to make edits behind the scenes. So, you know, you really want to be able to view all those different ways of interacting with the system, see how it works, see if it's something that you feel is going to be right for your business and your employees, you know, all these systems work a little differently. They all look a little bit different. Some have options to brand it. Some don't, you know, think about how important that is to you and your company as well. Um, And then really go from there. You know, I think it's one of those things that when looking at the systems, by the end of the demo, most people will probably have a general feel as to whether it's something they then would want to kind of progress that conversation with further. And there are some systems that actually, when you see the demo, even if it ticks all the boxes on your spreadsheet, you might go, actually, the way it works just isn't going to fit with our business. It's not the way that, you know, people tend to interact with that sort of admin side of things. And that's totally fine. There will be a system that does work in that way. Um, you know, you just have to find the right one. And so, you know, it's important to demo a few to be able to get that different feel of them. Um, if you only demo one, there's not really anything to be able to compare it to, to really see the differences between the systems. But um, yeah, I think that that's kind of the best way to really narrow it down to the right one, maybe two. Um, and then, you know, if you don't have one that you're truly set on then it again comes down to that sort of functionality customization what which one actually then ticks the most boxes to be able to sort of narrow it down to that final choice Hmm. i suppose thinking about specific hr software so i should point out this is not a paid presentation so any (laughs) 
So I have given our, our just our views alone. Um, systems that I've worked with in the past, so I've used Breathe HR. Um, I think it's a brilliant kind of starter system for organisations. It gives you a really good level of functionality. It's really not complicated to use. Um, equally, I really like Personio. I think that's kind of great for mm-hmm. startup organisations because it's got lots of um, additional functionality. The workflows that you talked about within it, in my opinion, are really, really good. And also it does things like it will automate kind of contract creation. It has kind of a similar kind of document sign facility within it so you can kind of do everything within that doc- that, that system and then equally um, I know we are both fans of Sage um, <laughs> and what Sage HR does but I suppose the thing for me is when you get to the levels of kind of needing to use something like Personio and Sage HR mm-hmm. I think it's important to also be considering whether or not you need like someone like you or I to kind of manage the system because also you know when you're getting to those kind of levels you've got quite a lot of uh, data and a lot going yes. on. Are there any other systems that you've worked with that you would recommend or you like using? Yeah, definitely. And I I will add as well that I'm not affiliated with any HR system. I just have personal preferences from ones that I've interacted with and implemented in the past. So you mentioned Sage HR. So, um, you know, that is one. There There are two levels within that. So Sage HR is that sort of similar interaction to breathe and that sort of system for smaller companies and then you can kind of grow that into sage people which is its slightly bigger version um that's a system that i really love from a reporting aspect um and is one that is fully customizable so i think it's kind of just being able to look at right what size company are we now what size company do we want to be as well? Because that's also needing to be a consideration within this that, um, you know, if you get a system that is for, say, up to 50 people, if within 18 months you plan to be at 200, maybe start looking at that system right from the start because it's not, you know, something that you implement in an hour, there is a lot of data, like you said, that needs to be transferred. You do potentially need an HR consultant or an HR manager in-house to be able to manage that sort of system, because there is a lot of work to be done from an implementation perspective, but then keeping it up to date, keeping, you know, all that information filled in reminding employees when they join to fill out all their payroll information all of that sort of thing um so you know definitely taking that into consideration right from the start that if you go through all of this and pick a system that's great for your 40 employees that you have right now if it's one that actually will run out of capacity quite quickly as you grow definitely start looking at those bigger systems from the start so you only need to do the implementation once rather than in a few months time needing to start the process again for a system that has greater capacity. And we've started talking a little bit about implementation. So Mm -hmm. how do companies go about implementing a HR, a piece of HR software? So all the companies that provide software will be able to help and support with the implementation. You'll never be on your own and left to your own devices. Um, They all have special teams that work on implementation, so they know exactly what they're doing. Um, Some are more kind of of out-of-the-box systems, I suppose, is the best way to describe them, that 
there isn't a huge amount of customization available um whereas some systems you can brand them to your company logo company colors you can customize every single field with what it's called add new fields wherever you want them um although they do tend to be the slightly bigger systems that do that in terms of kind of company size and growth um but you know it is something that you may want to consider having someone in just to manage the implementation as well from your side of things that you know whilst you will have support from that company that you know if you want specific customizations they will be able to help you but they will be able to help you in terms of advising you how to do it so it may not be something that anyone in the company you know if you're a small company has capacity for to be able to do um so you know you may want to look at getting someone in just to be able to manage that project and to be able to really i guess make that system what you want because if you can get it set up right from the start not only is it better from a kind of employee engagement perspective that you've got this system and it works perfectly and it does everything that you and your employees need it also actually just saves a bit of time later down the line with needing to go back to them and asking how to make changes and then asking your employees to go in and update fields and that sort of thing um and obviously I know that you've implemented quite a lot of (laughs) kind of tips and tricks or things that you've learned along the way that you think it would be useful to share with our listeners and viewers uh yeah so I guess the the main thing is to really think about how you want it to look from the start so when you've picked the system and you know what that platform looks like and what's customizable really think about how you want to customize it so you know do you want your company logo do you want it to be in your brand colors do you want to call it something different you know we've had names where i've uh, implemented systems before of things like the hub um and that sort of thing so that internally that's what it gets referred to rather than saying oh can you log this in the hr system you kind of are directing people to this specific place um think about if you want to add policies to it think about you know what integrations you might want you mentioned DocuSign a lot of systems integrate with DocuSign you know do you want to be able to generate contracts do you want to if you want to use it for onboarding do you want to create some videos with your employees to have on there so that when a new employee joins you know there's a welcome video and all of that sort of thing so you know start thinking about these sorts of things and think about what language already gets used within the company as well so you know if you use specific terminology and you're going to be asking people to update fields for that think about how you'll rename that in the system right from the start so people know exactly what you're referring to people know exactly what they're looking for when they go in even things down to regional differences you know if there are a lot of systems and sage people is one of them where you can edit it per region as well so that can be quite handy if you know you're a multinational company to be able to have different setups for employees in the us showing 
their public holidays, using terminology like vacation instead of holidays, all of that sort of thing. So think about what's going to make the most sense from an employee perspective, which actually may not be the same as from a kind of founder or HR perspective, but what what are your employees going to do with it? How are they going to use it? Because they're the ones that are going to kind of be in there day to day needing to update things. So that that's probably the the main consideration I would suggest. Fab, I think that's pretty much all of my questions. Unless there's anything else that you think would be super useful for people to know? Um, I guess the other thing to think about as well is data and reporting. So um, I'm a big fan of having lots of HR data available. Uh, <laughs> Trish, you you definitely know this about me, that uh, I, lo- I love a bit of data and analysis. Um, but, you know, HR is typically one of those departments that in the past hasn't necessarily had data um, or needed to provide data. But I do think it is much more impactful to be able to you know, when you're talking to heads of other departments, for example, to be able to give specific stats rather than kind of a more general overview of things in the same way like a sales team does and all of that sort of thing. And some HR systems can really help with this. So if that's something that is important to, you know, you and your business, add that into one of the things to really consider as part of that initial process of looking for a system um think about any sort of dashboard you might want to create how it would report on those some systems you can just click a button and it updates a dashboard and automatically sends it out to people every month you know not every system does that some systems have a level of reporting but maybe not quite that level um And so if that is something that, you know, you would want as part of your system, definitely think about that right from the start, factor it in, um, because it is really helpful to be able to kind of create and produce reports and graphs at the push of a button if if that is the sort of thing that you're looking to do. Fabulous. Well, thank you so much for your time. I really, really appreciate it. So let's begin. Thank you how to get hold of you so obviously i'll put um some links to some of the systems that we mentioned in the comments box below um and also if you want to get hold of charlotte you can obviously speak directly to us at tap hr and go on our website but if people want to email you directly how can they get hold of you uh yes so uh there are a couple of different ways so um you can email me at charlotte.fordice at outofhours.com um which uh, Trish, you can put in the comments box from a spelling perspective. Um, or if you go to outofhours.com, which is my website, um, you'll be able to go through to um, a calendar link on there and book a free consultation with me if you want to have a chat about potential system needs or ideas, um, you know, or any other HR aspect, more than happy to have a chat with anyone um about that awesome thank you so much for your time and hopefully we'll get to speak again soon perfect thank you so much